Hi there, I'm Javed Singh, FieldWire's co-founder and COO, and welcome to another episode of From the Ground Up. Today, I'm joined by Alex Dunn to talk about the state of payments and construction to learn how we can get paid faster. Alex, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much, Javed. I really appreciate you guys having us on here. Big fan of FieldWire, love partnering with you guys on everything we get to do together, and big fan of your product as well. So I'm stoked to be on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for being here. We always enjoy work with the Level Set team. And so for those of you who don't know, Alex is the director of demand gen at Level Set, the company that helps construction workers get paid on time and without headaches. So Alex, can you tell me a little bit more about Level Set and what you do there? Yeah, absolutely. Our mission is really to empower people to get what they earn. And what that comes down to is helping people manage their payment processes in the entire construction ecosystem, whether you are, you know, a supplier to a sub sub or a subcontractor or a general contractor, you know, there's a lot of messiness in payment. So we help people in a number of ways, whether it's with free content. We have tons and tons of free content out there to download, to read, to consume videos, webinars, you name it. We connect a lot of contractors with professionals like lawyers. We have payment profiles that allow people to see payment history around who's having trouble with payment higher up the chain. And then our core product, which helps you manage that whole paperwork process. So there's a ton of stuff under the hood of Level Set, and it's all designed to help people with payment. I do agree. You guys have some phenomenal content. We've referenced it internally when we talk to people about payments. We're like, oh, yeah, no, I just pull up the Level Set blog, read up. That's actually going to better answer that you're going to get from us internally. So, yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah. Well, we invest a lot in it because we know it's very confusing and, you know, nobody likes doing a job that they don't understand. And we really want to help people love their job again and really understand and have confidence in their payment. Perfect. And I was told also that, you know, prior to this role, you also dabbled in music technology and then were also a founder for a few years. Is that true? And what's the story behind it? Yeah, it's hard to give the nickel tour of my, you know, somewhat unorthodox career, I suppose. Uh, But yeah, I I was really into music when I was younger. I wanted to be in the music industry with streaming and downloading music. It kind of fell apart and changed a lot. And I got really interested in entrepreneurship. Both my parents were entrepreneurs. So I ended up starting a business that did marketing and testimonial videos for specifically software companies. So I got to understand the technology industry, the SaaS businesses, and interviewed tons of tech co-founders and marketers and business development folks through that process and learned a lot about, you know, how to tell really good stories. So that was a really fun time. Sold that company back in 2016 and moved to New Orleans, where I kind of started meeting very randomly through a guy I met on a golf course. I met Bradford, our COO at Level Set, who introduced me to Martin, our CRO now. And I was having coffee with him and Scott, our CEO, came in and sat down and we just started talking about marketing and kind of the rest is history. I was really, really interested in what Level Set was doing. I really wanted to help solve the big problem that we're setting out to solve. And yeah, I just started helping out at Level Set in a marketing capacity. And here I am today, three years later. Well, congrats. I mean, I'd say you guys are pretty phenomenal at marketing. As a fellow startup, I definitely look at some of the things you do with a lot of admiration. And I think, you know, one of the more recent achievements that you guys kind of have is the National Construction Payment Report that was released a couple of weeks ago. I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, what exactly is the report and what's so important about it. Yeah, definitely. We have a lot of fun putting these together. It's something that we do almost quarterly now. It used to be kind of a yearly thing. We'd partner with someone in the industry and go out and collect a bunch of survey data. But now we're on this kind of cool quarterly cadence where sometimes we partner with people, sometimes we do it on our own. And we're really just trying to peel back the onion on the payment problem. It's a big, juicy problem. It's hard to truly understand. There's a lot of cognitive dissonance around how people feel and how it's actually happening. And that's what we're trying to expose. We're trying to let people 
know that it's they don't have to wait for payment, that they don't have to have this stress and then the different ways to deal with it. The more we can understand the problem, the easier it is for them to go and put in processes or do new things to help themselves solve the problem. And it also helps us understand what should we go build? What are the problems in the industry that LevelSec can go and build a solution for? That's typically why we do it. Um, we actually did a report with y'all earlier this year. It was a really cool report that we did with FieldWire that was, you know, kind of drew some of the correlation and causation between the efficiency of how you do work and how payment comes afterwards. So that was a really interesting angle for us last time. And this more recent report was done just with no partner. And we were just really looking at, you know, trying to slice and dice a little bit more state by state or roll by roll on a project where are some of the payment problems happening the most. Gotcha. And I guess a couple of questions come to mind while chatting about this. I mean, the first is, you know, for some of those folks that maybe don't follow the space as much, I mean, there's obviously, you know, tons of reasons why payments can get delayed in construction, but we'd be kind of curious to hear from your side, you know, what is the main reason that you've identified through the survey and subsequent surveys for these delays? That's a good question. And it changes, to be honest, from survey to survey, depending on the audience that we go after or the who we partner with and the audience that's responding. But when we think about a construction project, we like to envision it. We call it the pay chain or the payment chain. But it's basically this you know, cascading waterfall of a property owner or a lender at the top who's dispersing funds to a general contractor who's, you know, then pays their subs, who pays their sub-subs, and then those sub-subs paying their suppliers. And the further and further you go away from that top of the chain, the longer it takes to get paid. And that's pretty obvious in most cases. But what we realized in this one is that the general contractors, of course, are like very, very happy and getting paid very, very quickly where the subs are kind of struggling and seeing that that payment is taking too long. And I guess like the kind of like other part of this is the subs are really in a way like blaming the GC for this. Like they believe it's the GC and the property owner's fault that this is happening. So that was kind of our biggest takeaway. GCs get paid twice as fast as subs. And, you know, not surprisingly, they're a lot happier with payment speeds. So why is it that the GCs get kind of paid twice as fast as the subs? I think, you know, number one, it's that distance from the top of the chain. And number two, like the lender or the person that wants the project to be done, which is the property owner or the lender, needs to keep the GC cash ready to go and keep the entire project moving smoothly. Like they don't want delays. They don't want things to go wrong. Nobody wants a lien filed on their project. And the lender, the property owner, is the first step of making sure that doesn't happen. Dispersing those funds, doing the draw to the GC at the right time. Gotcha. Okay. And then how long do subs typically wait to get paid on average? In the past, we've seen it as high as 83 or more days subs would be waiting on average. Over COVID, you know, something I think surprising happened where people were starting to be paid a little bit faster. And this could be some correlation and causation. You know, we're seeing, you know, when we did this report ourselves, as opposed to with, you know, a field wire or T-sheets or an e-sub or like one of the other kind of groups out there that we would partner with is we have this mixed audience of people that don't use level set and that do use level set. So I'm not, you know, necessarily tooting our own horn here, but when we went to this audience of a lot of only our customer base, we saw a lot faster payment time, but we've also seen, you know, faster payment times in other respects during COVID. And we think that's just because there's a lot of fear. 
there's a lot of fear in the market. Nobody wants that lien filed against them. Nobody wants to file a lien. And I think people in this state of panic are communicating more than they have been. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's happening with my payment? Hey, you know, like, how do we resolve this so that there isn't a problem? And I think that's actually lubricated the payment speed a little bit. But again, like, you know, it's hard to tell if that's correlation or causation. That's a really fascinating development. I wouldn't have exactly had thought about that going into the pandemic that would actually increase the payment speed. Yeah, payment speed is up, but so are the number of liens being filed. That's like the other thing you can, again, (laughs) correlation or causation. People are scared. They're filing a lot of liens. And that's coming from the lower tiers of the payment chain. Whereas, you know, a lot of GCs are probably filing liens that they wouldn't have filed on, on larger commercial properties due to COVID. So really, you know, depending on how you slice and dice it, who you're looking at, what's the audience here? Is it the, you know, lower tiered subs and suppliers? Is it the GCs, project manager type folks? who's filing them. But we did see about a 40% increase in liens during coronavirus season, if you want to call it that. And we've also seen a little bit faster payment times because people want to avoid those liens. They want to disperse those payments and make sure that the payments are made. So 83 days, that's pretty markedly long. As a startup, we're always trying to manage cash. And we're pretty happy that for the most part, I think we keep it right around our 25-day limit from our terms. And somehow I think we've gotten pretty lucky with that. But I would imagine, you know, subs that are waiting 83 days have to be pretty frustrated by that delay. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's just the average. So there are people getting paid faster than that and asking for upfront deposits. And there are people that are waiting over 100 days. People come to us, call us every single day at Level Set, and you can hear it in their voice how stressed they are that they are not going to be able to pay their team or, you know, make their mortgage payment on their house because they haven't been paid for a job that happened months ago. And construction is the only industry where this is for some reason, thought of as okay. People are like, okay with it. It's just how it is. And it really doesn't have to be that way. So it is sad, but it is somewhat like the status quo. And, you know, it's one of the things we want to elevate by doing these reports is letting people, it doesn't have to be this way. You know, this problem exists not just for you in a situation where you're not getting paid, exists for a lot more people. And there's a way to manage that. Gotcha. And yeah, I think maybe uh, that's a good transition to learning a little bit more about how can we speed this up? You know, if there are people that are listening that want to get workers paid on time, you know, what steps can they take individually to ensure that, you know, they're getting paid as quickly as possible? Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, the first thing I'll say is there's a million and one reasons why payment is slow. It's not just like the system of the industry. You know, I was talking to a lawyer the other day who contributes in our expert center and helps people with payment questions. And he said, if you printed out all of the laws that you needed to know to be a neurosurgeon. It would be half the size of the laws you need to know to be a construction administrator to administrate these payments. And it's true. Our company is founded on taking the complexities of these laws and these statutes and this like pounds and pounds and pounds of paperwork that people have to do every day and making it a little bit easier. So with that said, like with all these different ways, you know, payment can be held up, all these confusing, complex laws that exist, the most important thing to do is communication. Like communication between parties is the most key element. If there isn't good communication about what the expectations are or what paperwork needs to be sent or you know what paperwork is that you're sending, that people understand what it is you're sending them, things will fall apart and relationships will be damaged. And I think you know that communication part is really important because relationships are the cornerstone of the construction industry. There, you know, handshake deals is what it was built on. And construction has just gotten a lot more complex. The 
complexity of the projects themselves, the workforce, the needs for protective equipment, like everything has just gotten like layer of layer and layer of new complexity. And the same thing is said for construction payment laws, lien law statutes, and the paperwork that's needed to keep everything buttoned up and payment moving smoothly on a construction project. Got it. Yeah, I know I was perusing uh, Reddit construction the other day and there was a meme that kind of made me laugh, which probably isn't appropriate, but they were saying, you know, the joke was the GC was being asked by the owner. They were like, oh, how do you complete everything? Like ahead of schedule is like a lot of OSHA violations. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely the case. Like you don't have to work for OSHA to know how when you drive by your average construction site that people aren't necessarily always following the rules. So, <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of regulation, I think, for the best in terms of people not getting injured, obviously. But yeah, sometimes it can just be beyond overwhelming. I think COVID didn't help in a lot of extent, too, with every single county had its own laws that people had to follow for a while, which was pretty maddening. Yeah, definitely. And we talked about like the content that we write at level set one, you know, area of content we have, we call them legal alerts. And they're when a law changes or when a court case is decided for a construction court case, you know, like when there's a decision made or money paid out to someone. And we have a guy on our legal team literally just spends like his entire month writing these. There's dozens of them every month. And like, can you really expect even a CFO at a large construction company to keep up with all this stuff? If you're working in multiple states or even in one state, like, can you really expect someone to keep up with the court proceedings around construction payment disputes to understand the precedents that are being set? Like, it's really hard. It is really complex. Absolutely. That's an awesome resource you guys provide. I actually didn't even know about that one. You know, I think even us, our payments is always a fun one, right? You know, we technically have net 25 day terms for the most part, almost everybody kind of follows that except for especially when we go international and then things seem to really slow down for some reason i didn't know if you guys track that i think one thing for us that's been amazing is we've had almost no default in the company history which was pretty wild for us like a fraction of a percent of default payments ever which is pretty wild are you talking about like field wire customers paying field wire yeah exactly yeah yeah it's funny that the industry that has the hardest time getting paid is also really good at paying people outside their industry. <laughs> like, oh, they're not in construction. We better pay them fast. I think that, you know, the number one rule of finance, this is something like my dad said to me at one point, he's like, don't pay until you have to. You want to keep cash on hand, like having cash is key. But like, I think everyone in construction is one, like looking for as many reasons as they can to not make payments, but they see a lot of value in certain things. And like those relationships within the industry are really important to them and they pay them. And software like Fieldwire or Level Set, you know, that helps them get the job done faster and more efficiently or helps them collect those payments are something that like I defer it. Like, you know, they need these things. They're tools of the job. Just like you need a hammer to complete a construction project. You don't like take the hammer and then pay for it 100 days later. You know, you need it. So you go for it. And that's when, you know, this brings me to like a, another kind of key point that exists is like leverage is so important for these GCs or like I don't want to importance, not the right word. But they use it. They use leverage because they're the big guy and they hire all these little guys to do project. And in a lot of cases, they use that power that they have as the big guy to withhold payments and to make that decision of don't pay until you have to with people that really need that money. And it causes issues in the relationship. And that lien being filed is an atomic bomb potentially on a relationship. And people want to avoid those things, you know. Nobody likes filing a lien, might as well try and avoid them with good communication, collaboration, and building strong relationships through that communication. Yeah, I mean, how much of it in your mind is due to 
I mean, there, there's always going to be some element of bad actors out there, but for the most part, I think, you know, like we're talking about construction is a very kind of more of an old school handshake person to person, like relationships matter style industry, which is what's great about it. But, you know, how much do you think sometimes is associated with like misunderstandings or lacking the data to get things through or just anytime you have a system with a multitude of companies, things just get slower, right? Healthcare is another example of, I think most people in healthcare have the best intentions, but when you have 15 different groups involved in anything, it kind of mucks up the whole system. Definitely complexity of the projects plays a role. Like, you know, I don't think we've asked this in any of our surveys, but it's a good one to think about is like, how quickly do you get paid on a small job versus a job with multiple subs or, you know, dozen plus subs or something like that. So I think that you're on something there is like, you know, when you're a GC and you have three projects going on and all three have, you know, 15 subcontractors and you're trying to collect lien waivers through like all these different people, I cannot imagine doing that without like software help. I don't even know if they did that back in the day, but like, I cannot imagine requesting 50 so lien waivers and like waiting to see if the subs understand what it is, sign it, agree to it and send it back before you can release the payment. And at the same time, those subs are calling and saying, why haven't you paid me yet? And there's like this whole mail process. Like I cannot imagine dealing with that on paperwork. Yeah, the amount of things that were done in paper or still done in paper that are wildly complex is is amazing to me. I mean, I know we've hired a whole team of folks in our company that are all from the industry and they are wildly detail-oriented and fun to work with. And I feel like part of that is just coming out of the industry of having to track thousands of issues at any point in time makes us sometimes seem as a you know crazy startup still pretty vanilla. Yeah. Construction's a big time, you know, especially the management side of it. It's a left brain, right brain. You have to have the analytical numbers side to be organized and you have to have the symphony side where you can think creatively and connect all those dots in a you know more abstract way. And if you can't do that, like your project isn't going to be managed very well. So I have a lot of respect for people in construction, big time. My dad was in construction, tell me a lot about how to build stuff, but I don't think I could cut it as a construction manager. I'll tell you that much. No, I think I would be pounding Pepto-Bismol daily. That was where I was at. And I don't mind startups, but trying to actually run a large project would freak me out. I think there's just so many moving pieces on those projects. It's kind of amazing. It's surprising, like in that frame of mind that like GCs don't realize how valuable having a great sub is. I mean, they do like every good GC's website has this page, like how much they care about their subcontractors. And then like you peel back the onion and they have like five liens filed on them every month. And you're like, what's actually happening here? And that's when, you know, you start talking about some of those things you're talking about, which is just like, people don't know what's going on in the job site that are handling payment. And there's a mismatch. Yeah. I'd say, uh, you know, you talked about like the correlation causation thing before. It, it's funny because I think the majority of the folks that we work with do really seem to care about subs. I mean, I think that's also why they're deploying a product like Fieldwire is, hey, how do I actually collaborate with the subs and the owner and everyone? But we do also frequently hear that too. We have sometimes those discussions where customers we don't necessarily win over who fundamentally just don't see the value in a product that may help their subs, right? And we always have these discussions. My co-founder always feels very strongly about that. And when we're talking with people and they're like, look, if your sub is in a good financial position, you're not going to get all these ridiculous change orders, right? Like if you're crushing to such a point and you're not making for an efficient process either, they're going to try to find a way to remain whole. And so by running just a smoother project for everybody, it is actually beneficial because you know, the people that get the most value out of our product are the folks on site doing the work. 
that's the one who gets the most labor productivity savings. But some people will frequently be like, well, you know, why do I want them to go home an hour earlier? That doesn't seem helpful for me. And we're like, whoa, that's uniquely short-term thinking, right? Like just burning people out isn't the best, right? If you can actually do more with less, that should be a net net positive. So, you know, occasionally have those discussions, but for the most part, I would say we're pretty happy that people are thinking really like you talked about as kind of like, how do we all collectively win on these projects is a lot better. But I don't get to see the lean waivers process. So maybe there's a different story behind the curtain, so to speak. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on behind the curtain with respect to lean waivers. It's a complicated process when you're doing it to a lot of people and you don't know, you know, that your sub hired a sub sub who has a supplier that you need a waiver from, you know, that visibility across the whole job site, communication with all the parties. It's not easy being a GC. You know, we all point the finger when you're not getting paid, but like, you know, it's not easy dealing with that process and communicating with all these people. And like, you both got to come to the table or you all have to come to the table if we're talking about a big project and there has to be some way to work together. So that's the most important thing is create some visibility, have good communication and collaborate. Don't try and leverage yourself into a better position. Try and leverage all of you into having a really successful project and move on to the next one because then that's how you grow your business. Awesome. Other one I was kind of thinking about is any interesting kind of like technology trends or other players out there that you guys have been looking at or thinking about recently? Uh, not necessarily. Like we're definitely kind of in the, you know, good to great hedgehog model around payments. We're not trying to like go outside that pretty narrow focus, but you know, there are, are a lot of people trying to take steps into the payment game and it's kind of fun to watch them struggle a little bit. Like even like the big guys out there, Procore, like I'm fairly certain they're working on a payment related thing. I mean, we integrate with them. We have a partnership with them. You know, you can send lean waivers through Procore and level set together through our integration. We integrate with a lot of QuickBooks and Sage and different, you know, accounting, stuff like that. But even people as big as Procore, publicly traded, huge company, hundreds, maybe a thousand plus employees. I don't know how many employees they have. Like, I know that they're trying to crack this code and they're having a hard time with it. Someone acquired leanwaivers.io, competitor of us. And I hate to give a shout out to them, but they don't do nearly what we do. Like we're not worried about our competitors because our product offering is just, and our level of service, quite frankly, is like over the top good. Like our support team, they make me smile every single day. Like, you know, if you have a question about construction payments, just, I swear to God, pick up the phone and call level set. You'll have like the best conversation you'll ever have with like the nicest person. I feel like if I have a question, I'll call my support team because they just know everything and they're really, really smart and fun to talk to. So yeah, like we're not that, you know, concerned about like competitors to us at this point, but I think that there's some fintech stuff that's probably going on out there that may impact construction really well. So, you know, I'm not like a blockchain. I don't know very much about it, but I know that there's going to be some changes in how money can be dispersed with the blockchain technology. And, you know, the old school version is you get a bond for your construction project and it gets paid out through the bond. So, you know, everyone gets paid. But like, imagine that like through technology in a way that's really sophisticated and knows that you have to hit these certain variables to get the draw. So there's some cool stuff there. And then on our end, like we love to just like build stuff that helps people get paid. So we have a new fintech product where if you have lien rights and you file lien through level set, we'll give you the cash for it. You know, we have an underwriting process in-house and you got stiffed $8,000 on a tiling job and you have lien rights. We'll help you get that lien filed. We'll give you the $8,000 and we'll make sure that that money gets collected so that you're paid. And that that's like us fulfilling our purpose straight up is get people paid what they're earned. 
and we'll take the step to help with that if we know that we can you know collect and they've been following the paperwork process that they needed to follow beforehand the uh, there was a product back in the day that Textera was working on that Oracle gobbled up I think it was like EPP or something where I think they were trying to float payments in charge kind of like interest on it or something I, I'm not sure is that are you guys doing like a small version of that no, the fintech thing is really, really new for us. I think we like made our first like few deals the other day. Like we haven't even come to market with it yet, but it's something that exists. You can go on our website and you can apply to get funding. Like I'm pretty sure any loan that we'd make has like some really reasonable interest on it. Like that's why there's an underwriting process, but potentially no interest if, you know, the payment comes at a certain point. Like, I don't know, the terms and conditions are on the website. You can go check them out. I don't want to say anything that's wrong. But, you know, if you are listening to this podcast and you are having trouble getting paid and you know you have lien rights, go on our website, click the Get Cash button. That'll connect you with our team. And, you know, they're happy to help talk you through stuff and and get you that money that you earned already. So that's a really big service. I think that's a really smart one to offer. That's awesome, especially as a startup. That's really cool because trying to I mean, there is always an element of risk in those things, right? Even though it's de-risking it. But yeah, that's awesome. You guys are doing that. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, it's all about helping people get paid and that's just one way we do it. Along those lines, though, it sounds like you guys are launching a new site at Level Set shortly too, I guess. This is going to be an additional resource for anyone that wants help regarding construction payments? Yeah, to some extent, it's really targeted the construction financial managers. So if you're you know, an office administrator dealing with payments, you're a controller, you're a CFO, you're a credit manager, even operations managers at construction companies, we really wanted to provide a resource for them to get better at their jobs. And it's less of the, you know, our blog is traditionally very how to do this or why you should do this or, you know, five ways to get better at, you know, speeding up payments. We're helping people understand what things are, how to work with them, so on and so forth. But there's no one out there who's specifically talking about what's going on in the industry. So who are like the key players? How can we learn from other frontline credit managers at large construction companies? How can we, you know, keep up to date on huge liens that are being filed or giant disputes that are going on? When you find out that, you know, the SoFi Stadium in California has 50 liens being filed on it, there's 300 subcontractors on that project that would want to know that that's happening. And we want to just be reporting on that news. And, you know, these legal alerts fall into there. It's timely. It's relevant. And also these reports, these payment reports live in the news as well. And it is actually launched. You can go to levelset.com slash news today. You can subscribe to get you know news delivered to your email inbox every week. You can even contribute an article if you have some news you want to share with construction financial managers out there. It is a very large group of people that struggle with the complexities of this law and the ever-changing construction landscape. So, you know, it's just another way we want to help people understand the enormity of the industry. That's awesome. I mean, I love what you guys do. You're great, great company and great partners with us. And so if there's anyone out there that is looking for uh, any assistance with payments, I would definitely say check out the Level Set team. And, you know, Alex has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show and learning about the topic that affects everyone in construction. And so uh, thank you again for speaking with us today. For sure, Javid. It's really great. Thank you for having us. I can't wait till the next time. 